So, good morning, friends. It's great to see you in worship today. This text that was just read, I've been thinking, to the man who's going through chemo treatments, this text is a lifeline. To the woman who has finally gotten enough courage to leave an abusive husband, these words are like gold. To the young adult who is taking their very first job in the real adult world, these words fill us with such hope. I've thought about these words a lot this weekend, particularly on Friday and Saturday as I was in a couple of different hospitals and I prayed the words of, these, of our text with family members as we waited for friends going in and coming out of surgery. These words have, from first, the first chapter of Joshua, have been neatly cross-stitched and perfectly framed. They've been blown up on posters and put up on walls, and they have been tattooed on many a body. It just search on the internet and you will see lots of tattoos. And what are those words? These words. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Friends, in case you haven't been joining us on the Bible Project 2020 or you haven't been reading scripture, we're in the book of Joshua. So just to set the And then about 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, the Israelites, of a future homeland are right there before them. And died. The loss is immense. Named Joshua. Joshua had been a slave in on the Canaanites, but that didn't go so well. So now, and to lead them into the promised land. Now, this new task, this new responsibility that he was being Moses, this charismatic leader, and it's a brand new a new responsibility for fear that you might younger sister had a tire shoe or ride a bike. What if you failed and she never learned that? Or maybe it was when you got accepted to college and you were afraid, ooh, I've been accepted to college. What if I flunk out? Or maybe it was when you became a parent for the first time, and that's an awesome responsibility, or even a new job. I can vividly remember having feelings of inadequacy <clears throat> in my own self when I started my new job here nearly seven years ago at Hyde Park as the pastor for congregational care. The reason was that I was following a very charismatic 
wasn't Moses leaving and if you don't know, 19 years and every story and larger and I thought I'm never going to be able to I was anxious and a bit apprehensive but then I received an incredible gift and a gentle word. And the word came from Bernie's wife, Dorothy, already struggling with Alzheimer's. And the word she said to me, don't worry about his shoes. Sometimes, or a word of encouragement is all we need can take the next step. It, for me, was a real assurance that God is with us. God was with me in this new assignment, this new responsibility. It was like God, I think, was saying to Joshua, do not be afraid, Joshua. Afraid. Do not be afraid, Susan. Be afraid, Ray. Do not be afraid to be afraid. It has a lot to say about fear. It is the enemy of courage. To lead a people or to lead. It is hard to care when we are frightened. Fear limits us. Nelson Mandela once said, I learned that courage is the triumph over it. I learned that some of the studies that the part and manages our fear powerfully to calm words and to hmm. So the human presence a huge resource when we are afraid. And the story of a little three-year-old girl who was panicked by a heavy thunder and lightning storm. As a child, or you remember it, called out to for help and said, honey, it's going to be afraid. God is you. And with that, the little girl said, I know somebody with skin. <laughs> that was what Dorothy leaving was my somebody with skin. I hope you can soon, today, help them be there, be present. Robert Frost once said, there is nothing I'm more afraid of than scared people. <laughs> I thought the Israelites, they were pretty scared when their leader doubt that Joshua was that fear aside and he stepped so he could lead his people. 
the beauty of today's despite our fears we all have God calls us to move forward with courage knowing despite the fears that plague us to move forward with courage knowing that God is with us and we know this because we remember we we remember how God parted we remember how God provided manna in the wilderness so we faith we remember that we have come along but we remember how God of a baby and this one triumphed over the tomb who brought forgiveness and new life now we could just stop that's enough for one day and you might be saying right on Sally let's stop right there a full a full rendering of what this has to say because there is so you have been reading along with us this week is not a simple complex in its theology delivery so Joshua serves as a bridge between the first five books that we've read previously it's the bridge to Joshua it is chapter and the, all the way through the book of Joshua it's very important and leadership talks about our fidelity to the Lord there's an emphasis which has thrilled countless generations themselves and their household as for me and my house we but one thing that we cannot is that it is incredible, it's horrific in its violence. Um, it seems that the words of Joshua side against indigenous inhabitants who in the words of Carolyn Sharp, she said, Joshua is a text that enthusiastically promotes wholesale genocide. It's a text that breathes military. There is no distinction between. Yes, there's a lot to chew on in this book. Verses of chapter one. Painfully honest, we need to. Because. If you read them literally, great damage to many peoples through the years. We're painfully theology, this way of living, crusades, or perhaps of North America and the other colony. We could go and take it because the Lord is on our side look at that 
Yes, the kind of violence used in Christians bristle. And if it's welcome to the family, it makes ethical concerns. Ask, was God really declaring total war for people? All of them? In research, we learned that, well, the Canaanites, they were. One of the things they did regularly was child sacrifice. They didn't want that way of living not continue that. Of saying, stay away from this kind. But then we might ask, but did he totally destroy total annihilation? Listen to the podcast this week with Dr. Ryan. Podcast that Nikki and Matt. We learn that much of Josh. Tool. It is not globally. And so we ask, well, did all the Israelites, all the Canaanites? And we have to say, no. Of judges, there's still more Canaanites Israelites, so that we know they weren't all. In fact, archaeologically, communities, it appears that. But it didn't literally happen. It was a history book, not as a, but as a way for the Hebrew people to learn lessons of covenant and fidelity to God. Heard around Hyde Park before, again, we say that we take the but not literally. Because if you ever spoke back to your parents as a kid, you'd be killed, you know. So we don't take it literally, okay? So, but we take it very seriously. And, um, and that's what else I was going to say. And right over here. And as McGrace said last week, that's what it was. There is more than going on, going on here than meets the eye. There is a story within the story. There's more that is going on when you understand the cultural context as well. But before I close, I want to just return to what Dr. Sharp from Yale Div School said as she was reflecting on reading some of some called texts of terror. Three convictions that she has found to be helpful when she's reading this. It is essential for us to name over it because they need to be interpreted in community. One uh, way of looking at something because if we promote on as the only way to read this like a rational or reasonable response no, it, we need to read with ethical practices that we have. Second, 
if all scripture is sacred, therefore it edifies us, we can learn something from it. We don't, as people of the book, have the privilege of just saying, well, we're not going to listen to that book. No, there's something in there for us to learn. In Joshua, it's about fidelity to God. It's about law, and it's about land, and it's about lordship. And so if every scripture is important to teach us something about God, then maybe we look at these difficult texts in connection with other texts that might be just a little more compatible with the purposes of the God we know who exhorts us not to judge or to love. Ask questions of scripture passages. And the scripture, and particularly with the other. Read scripture with you. Read scripture with somebody who has a different worldview. That's an important way to read scripture. Read it with stake for other readers and communities. Alert us all. Imagine how the book of Joshua would whose land had been taken from them. Imagine what Joshua is like is suffering from global climate change because of the human to conquer for our own advancement. Thinking about it. These are hard questions. Scriptures like these. So while text today, we must go deeper. All of us are what else is going on in the text and in this thing we call the Bible? And we must be wise in our interpretations and not assume that our way is the only one and right way. Just yesterday morning, I was in a conversation with one of our church members who lives with a chronic disease. And he said to me, I've had a lot of pain lately. I'm so weak, I don't feel like leaving my apartment and going to the dining hall. Yet, he said, I believe that God is giving me the courage to take the next step forward, whatever that may be. And then he paused and he said, for me, that means chemo on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Friends, if ever the world needs our it is now. You to read the scriptures together. And as we begin on this resurrection, we invite you to consider how fear of courageous hope at home, in your relationships, at church, with the possibilities of a broader world be able to carry those to the foot of the cross creator God and may we use this season that the angels and the prophets do not be afraid the Lord with us 
wherever we go. Will you pray with me? Sometimes it is so hard, we don't know how to take that next step forward. So we pray that you would put pilgrims on the journey with us who would pat our hand and offer that one well-timed word of encouragement. We pray that we would be that. Feel your spirit so close, close presence, and we are courageous as we share your love with this world. This we ask.